Good evening, church. Welcome tonight to Bible study. We thank God for another opportunity in Christ Jesus, our Lord, to gather together again. Uh, what an awesome privilege to meet again and and bring the word of God to us. The thing of joy and gladness to be in Christ Jesus at times like this. And so I want to welcome us all in the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, we are going to be trusting the Lord sometime not too long from now. By the grace of God, we shall commence physical Bible study. Um, at least for a start, we're going to start once a week. Um, the online meeting is circumstantial um, because of the COVID uh, situation that happened just a few years back. And we don't want that to, to define our processes um, of meeting or want that to alter the biblical requirement or provision for us to meet together. Genesis of number one, we find that the Lord, um, Genesis of three, the Lord will come down in the cool of the evening daily to fellowship with Adam and to see their faces. And we know from the, from, from the scriptures that the early church met physically daily. Thank God for COVID alteration and the opening of eyes to see that we can actually meet um, online, but that mustn't define forever our meeting pattern. So um, we, are, we are starting, as it were, physical church meeting. Um, it's gonna be on a Saturday where we'll be studying the Bible, interacting with the Bible and praying but we're going to start at least once in a month for, for now, and we'll see how God helps us to make progress as we go ahead. Amen. Praise God. So I want us to anticipate that program and start working on ourselves. And for those of us who are who are away, um, who are not, who are outstation, um, Sister Suki, um, uh, Brother Jay, um, the Gangbades, um, and um, every person who is not resident in Lagos, you can always join online or anyone whose distance is is quite far. You can you can you can still join online, but uh, as much as you can, I will I will I will trust that. We'll be able to make the physical meetings 
um, once in a month. So we can plan for it once a month and um, be present. So we can have the feel um, of the early church in the in the in the meetings of 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 the church. You know, in the early church they met daily, um, but for now we're not meeting daily, um, and they met daily physically. So I want us to go back to that because um, seeing ourselves together, there will be more interaction, more encouragement, more build up. You know, more more strength. We we'll have time to pray one for another and. I know, engage with ourselves um, together by the Spirit of the Lord. So, um, let us begin to prepare our hearts towards this um, meeting that we'll be introducing very soon. Um, we're going to be on a Saturday. We're going to be praying. We're going to be studying the Word. Um, it's going to be lasting between, say, between two to four hours or two to three hours, as the case may be. So, we're going to have enough time to pray um, because we need this at this time. At this time, we need to pray and stay more and more and more on the word of God. Uh, so I want us to know that in our hearts and trust God. Um, I, I want to also to say um, briefly tonight that um, as we go on in our Christian work, I don't want anyone to... To, to 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 miss out and and, um, and 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 lose focus of the privileges we have in Christ hallelujah we have privileges in Christ glory to God by, by virtue of our redemption we have redemptive rights we have redemptive rights we have privileges of being believers and for me one of it is that Christ, is now our high priest. Praise God forevermore. Amen. What 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 joy. What what you see, there's no there's no greater way to go through life um, 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 than knowing that you can go through it by faith and, and, and the Lord God is on your side. Please go and tell me about tonight that God is on my side. Amen. Say one more time, say God is on my side. So God is on our side. Praise God tonight. You see, it's like it's like it's like uh, an 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 airplane pilot who you know it's one thing to take um, three passengers and and go on a trip. It's another thing to take a jumbo jet that can that can that can, that can fly up to seven hundred passengers at once. The destinies and the life of the passengers, you know, lies in the hands of, of a few folks. One, the folk in the control tower and, 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 and the pilots. Hallelujah. But you see, for us believers, we are, we are, we are being piloted. We are, we are, we are were in the plane. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, when you're in the plane, there are times where there's turbulence, but 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 by the training of the pilot, he knows. And sometimes he tells you ahead of time that hey, there'll, there'll be bombs in some areas, there'll be some um, um turbulence and all that. So prepare, don't be afraid, don't be scared. Do you know that the Lord Jesus has told us that that as he's leading us, there'll be bombs? Um, um don't be scared, praise God, don't be fearful, don't be don't don't fret, praise God, about life. 
Don't fear about what you will eat or what you will drink. Amen. Don't, don't fret about anything. Just rest with the flight. Hallelujah. Just rest. We, we have a captain. He's called the captain of our salvation. Yeah, he's, 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 he's called the shepherd of our soul and, 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 and the bishop of our soul. He's the one leading. So if Christ leads us, then folks, there's no reason for us to be afraid. Tonight, I want to encourage and, and challenge you to be, to be full of life. Amen. Full of faith. Believing, believing that he is in charge. Therefore, uh, everything that we require, the Lord will, will minister them to us. You know, sometimes in, in good flights, and we know the flight of our Lord is good flight, there, there's provision for what to eat and drink. Amen. If, if the flight is a long flight, yeah, they make provision for food. And, and if it's a short flight, they make provision for snacks. As the case may be, and 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 and, and the flight is a long one. Amen. And do you know what? Yeah, the captain of our salvation has made provision by the Holy Spirit for everything we need for this journey. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we are not left on our own. We are not left stranded. So let us let us rest our hearts as we go through life. Don't 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 take the fear of the world and allow the fear of the world to. To penetrate you. I remember he has told us that there will be there'll be tumors, there'll be problems and challenges in the world. He says, he says, he says, in the world there will be trials, there'll be uncertainty. Yeah. Sometimes the, the place people put their hopes, they, it, 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 it may not go as planned. Sometimes the way we calculate, it may not go as planned. Say, but be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Be of good cheer. You see, he hasn't called us. To, to depend on ourselves. He hasn't called us to depend on our expertise. You see, but he has called us to depend and rest in him. So learn to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. He's, he's watching over his word, his word. Amen. He's taking us to his, his destination. And so we are not, we are not, we are not troubled. Ours is to focus on him and, and rest and rest. You see, I was studying tonight. Um, today, and I will share with you those two scriptures before we go into our thoughts tonight. I hope that one's been blessed tonight. You know, you know, it's something that the Apostle Paul told them, Timothy by the Spirit of God. You see, the basic thing that Jesus promised us basic, something basic, something basic. The basic thing he promised us on this earth actually is two things, and Jesus kept repeating it. And if Jesus repeats a thing, it, it, we must take it serious. So we don't go off tangent. Now, let me show something tonight in um, 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 1 Timothy chapter number 6 and verse 8. Let's turn that to another body. Amen. Because this is our guide. This is the provision. This is it's what he promised us. 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy 6. Hallelujah. Because once we understand this, then, then we, are, we, are, we, are, we are no more susceptible. We are no more, we, 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 we are no more lured, praise God. Our souls will not be pierced, you know. We will not want, want, want what, what is beyond his provision. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let, let, let me read verse 8 of First Timothy 6. Interesting scriptures here. And, and, and this is what the Lord says. Remember? He said this also in the book of Matthew chapter 6. 
He said it also to us, so we can we can we can understand the principles of the kingdom, the provisions of the kingdom. While we are with coming, I read verse eight tonight. It says, "And having food and raiment, let us therewith be content." Let me repeat what the Lord is saying. I will not add to this. I will not explain it. I will not explicate it. I will not. I will not redefine it. I will not explain it. God mean what He just said. Because if you go through the 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 the, the, the same scripture in verses nine and ten, which I may read, so it can guide us, so we don't we we are guided. Amen. Praise God. Because the captain of our salvation is in charge. He has told us what our focus should be. If we have any food arrangement, let us there we be content. So when we have food, we we have clothes, let's be content. If you have cars and house, those things are extra. So we don't go pursuing those things. God adds them to us. But the basic thing that keeps us from temptation from hurting ourselves is 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 contentment in raiment and clothing. House is not even inside. Luxury is not inside. But can he give us yes in himself? But the basic provision for the kingdom is food and what raiment. Does, does God know what he's saying? Oh, yes. Is there wisdom in what he's saying? Oh, yes. Let's read verse 9 and 10. But they that will be rich, they that want to, they that desire, they that want to get it at all costs. God cannot be wrong. Hear what he says. He says, they fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful loss, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Hallelujah. So when our eyes is single, when we are contented with food and raiment, if I had food and clothing, God says, hold on, that is enough to keep you through this life. In any case, you are transiting. You are not coming here to save. They're not coming here to, 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 to rest. He said, he said, for behold, the foolish one builds and, and doesn't know who will inherit. So, so let not your treasure be on earth. He didn't say don't aspire for good things, but aspire with, with the right mind, knowing that these things can lead Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me read verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred. So it's easy to err, it's easy to make mistakes, it's easy to get into error, it is easy for Satan to tempt, it's easy for him to lure, it's easy for him to drag you out if there's covetousness. Lure you erred from the faith, and guess what? And pierce themselves through many sorrows. Oh, that none of us will pierce ourselves. Therefore, having food, God cannot be wrong. Having food and raiment, let's be content there with. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Let me read to us to quickly this evening as we are to read our scriptures. Turn with me to a book of Romans, chapter number 13. Romans 13. Romans 13. Hallelujah. Food and raiment, basic for the for the believer to keep him from hearing. Hallelujah. Every other thing that God gives is addition. The basic he has promised is what? Food and raiment. Because the moment we are not contented with these two, we are definitely opening ourselves to, 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 to error, to err, to make mistakes, to pierce ourselves. So with contentment and patience, is this is that let us follow those who, who through faith and patience inherit the kingdom. Faith and patience inherit. So we must come to a place where we are contented with what? Food. And again, food and so if God gives us food and raiment, let's be content. For in these two, we are secured. In these two, in, 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 in the resting of the provisions of these two, we are hedged from deception, we are hedged from temptation, we are hedged from lust. Because the only thing that Satan uses to to distract men out of faith is lost. Hallelujah tonight. Romans 13. Uh, let me read tonight as I, as I move on from verse 11 of Romans 13. And, 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 and knowing this, that the time is now. Folks, why are we saying this? The time is now. And I want us to know that, that the time of the coming of the Lord is near. All things are being wrapped up. The church now should be vigilant. And, and when I say the church, I mean you and I. We must be vigilant and be circumspect and, and, and awake from the sleep and, and be conscious of the time and the season and not allow the day to come on us as a thief. For we are not people of the darkness, but we are what? We are the people in the light. Glory to God. So we must not go into wantonness because this is the time where we must be careful and be circumspect and, and, and look up because our salvation draws near. The night is past spent, the day. Is almost here, and this is the word of the Lord for us to stand our God. Let's go tonight. Let's read down from verse 11. And that knoweth the time that now it is time to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation nearer than when we first believed. The night is fast spent. The night is fast spent. Your night is fast spent. Mine is fast spent. The day is almost here. The bridegroom is almost coming. The voice of the bridegroom is almost being heard. The trumpet is almost being blasted. The, 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 the call of God is almost coming. Let's, let's, let's wake up, you know, let's wake up. Let's, let's come to a place of understanding and, and begin to redirect our focus so that we don't allow Satan to cause us to err or lay us or drag us out of the covenant promise of God. See, many have erred from the faith. That means, can people err from faith? Oh, yes. Can people pierce themselves with, 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 with swords? Oh, yes. What the antidote? Not being covetous. Being content when you have clothes and food. It's interesting that Christ is not there. It shows us how, how important entering God's kingdom is. To having the possession of the whole earth. Wow. Let's see this evening quickly as we go on. The night is fast spent. The day is at hand. 
is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of the darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly. Let us, the church, amen. This is our instruction, praise God. As we wait, as we wait the day to dawn, let's walk honest. So let's be honest in our work. Hear the Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, praise God. Let's walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision, make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the laws thereof. The Lord bless the, the hearing of these words in our hearts. The name of Jesus Christ. Contentment. Hallelujah. The devil exploits and he, he explores and exploits covetousness. When God tells us, don't be, don't be, don't be. Oh, it's important. And, I, and I'm enjoying us tonight. To come to this time and trust the Lord. Father, we thank you this evening for your word of encouragement, for your word of instruction, for your word of guidance. As we go into your word again tonight, like we've begun already, minister to our spirit. Help us understand the kingdom principles which we belong. Help us understand we are not of the world. We are not of the world, though we are in the world. And therefore, our source and supply and our strength and, and, and our goings is not of the world. To please the flesh thereof, but we live to please you and honor you in all things. Open our hearts tonight to your word. Bless the hearing thereof. That we may be blessed, edified, comforted, exhorted, taught, and corrected. And you, Father, be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Let's go tonight again in our Bibles as we, we look again to the fruit-bearing teaching that we've been on for a few classes now. In the last class, we stopped at explaining the, the expectations of God. Every fruit has a name. So when God says that you bear fruit, what kind of fruit? If I send you to go and buy me fruit, I just say fruit. Fruit is a generic word. I should be able to go to specifics. What exactly should I buy? If I ask you now to mention to me kinds of fruits, there are a lot of fruits that we can mention. And the Lord, being gracious in his word, without making the word ambiguous, Scripture explains itself. So when we study the Bible and God shows us a principle, he has not left us to our, our, 
our conjecturing to arrive at, at, at the thought. Amen tonight. God is not leaving us to our own processes or our own private interpretation to arrive at, at, at a conclusion. The Apostle Peter wrote, he says, he says, beloved, there's no, there's no prophecy of a scripture that is of any private interpretation. Scriptures explains itself. The Bible as a whole explains itself. And so when we talk about food bearing that honors God, what exactly is God saying? Now, we read the practical um, um, food bearing that John the, the Baptist mentioned before the gospel message came. Hallelujah. And if God would allow uh, that word to be written, it means it's also a requirement for us. God revealed to John the Baptist and he spoke it as for the Jews, what he expected them to do in their society. Now, today in our world, we find many churches do this social um, 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 responsibility. And um, I, I, I think that sometimes in the corporate world, that's where they, they got the idea of corporate social responsibility. Um, um, we can we can safely say God also wants the church to have godly um, 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 neighborly responsibility, and that's why Jesus gave the parable of the good Samaritan. Remember, he said that 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 that, that the priest came, the 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 Jew came, the Levite came, nobody else. You see, help this this Samaritan. Now, the reason he used the word Samaritan was because the Jews considered them as unbelievers, as infidels, you know, not, not people of, of the covenant, mixed race. So they are not part of the Jewish heritage of the Abrahamic covenant. But Jesus went further to say, hey, no, no, there's something he was saying there, saying to them that, 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 that to whoever you are able to do something good to, do it as unto the Lord. It's part of godly fruit that God has put in every human being, either they are born again or not, praise God. And that's what you find today, many in the world, many religious people, or even people that are not religious, you know, go ahead to do good, praise God. Some of them will, will do cook food and give to the poor and do those things. Yeah, it pleases the Lord actually. Bible says, for he that giveth, he that giveth to the poor, lendeth to the Lord. So part of, 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 of the life of God for the for humankind is to be compassionate one to another. So the baptism of John reminded them of the human compassion as part of the fruit that God expects human beings to produce. Praise God. But you see, in producing this fruit does not you know, you know, confer any any righteous or holy right to someone. But but when we are truly born again, the spirit of God in us will propel and 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 encourage us to be a blessing to those around us. And and, and uh, I, I've learned to do my best in this regard to be kind 
you know, you know, be kind to people. Don't when you when you are in a public bus, you know, when you find people who are elderly, be kind to 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 stand up for them and let them sit down. It's it's good. It's it's it's, it's part of the benevolence, the, the goodness, the kindness, the the good disposition. Um, 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 uh, an ideal human being should have, not to mention someone who has in him the spirit of God. Remember, our Lord Jesus, he fed both both the the, the good and and the bad. In fact, he said to us, he said, look, he says, God makes the sun to shine. Both on the good and the and the evil, praise God. If God will bless both the good and the evil in in in, in general, then we also, having repented, must produce fruit that 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 shows kindness to 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 human beings. You enter a boss and you find someone you you know that this one is not too doing well. You can pay the fare, praise God. No, that's not bad. That's very good for he that giveth. He that giveth to the poor, lendeth to the to the Lord, and 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 part of it also is 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 working right in the society, paying your taxes and when you paying your bills. Praise God. Let no believer be the one that shuns his bills. Amen. Don't shun your water bill. Don't shun your light bill. Don't shun your power bill. Don't shun. Don't don't abscond in anything that you have. Referring to, to the government. Hallelujah. This is what God expects of us. And you see what John the Baptist began to tell the people. You see, today in our world, we find many believers culpable of these things. Amen. Amen. Let's see this evening. Luke's gospel, the third chapter. Let's see again and see why. Um, John the Baptist gave this instruction because before this time, the gospel had not been preached yet, praise God. So this is not the gospel of redemption. This is the gospel of human kindness, which is applicable to everyone. But anyone who rests on this gospel will not will not be saved. But anyone who is saved will, will actually affect this message because it's in the will of God. There's a God in your neighborhood. You don't, don't just pass as though you don't know them. Once a while, be a blessing to them. Now, 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 no one is saying, go, go and empty your account. No, no. Just, just simply little. You see, you see as, as you remember the poor, God also remembers you. Amen. For Bible says, for the rich and the poor, the Lord God made them all, made them both. So when God has blessed you, be ready to be a blessing, not just to believers, but especially, praise God, especially, but also to those who are not even saved, be a blessing to them also. And and but I'm, I'm going to show us to a few things that, that God expects of us in this year that we begin to bear fruit along this land and truly represent Jesus Christ. Luke 3, let's read tonight from verse, from verse 7 downwards. Luke 3 from verse 7. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to baptize of him, Oh, generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Folks, there's a wrath to come. Now, I, I actually don't know how, how they knew that John the Baptist was the one. But, but the rest, they asked him. Some, some of them asked him, who are you? Are you the Christ? He says, no. Are you Elijah? He said, no. Are you the prophet? He says, no. Then who are you? Then he said, I'm, I'm the voice of, the, of he that cries in the wilderness, make a path. And they could tie the connection. They could tie the point that, hey, 
There's the Messiah is coming. But before he comes from scripture in Malachi, the, the forerunner will come. So they understood that John was a prophet. So they came in anticipation of the gospel of the kingdom. For John introduced the kingdom. Jesus is the kingdom. Jesus brought the kingdom. Jesus revealed the kingdom. And the kingdom got established when he died on the cross. Hallelujah tonight. But you see, in his, in his preaching, he reveals to us the mind of God. And we must take note of these things. Let's go on this preaching very quickly and see what he said. He says, he says, who has warned you from the wrath to come? Oh, do you know, church, the world is not aware there's a wrath to come. And if you are aware that the wrath is coming, then that awareness should affect your living. Praise God. Let the awareness affect your living. You know, you know, you know, you know the world is, is, is being messed up day by day. The world is being messed up day by day. There's the vices. Men are trying to be women. Men are trying to be women and children, men. You know, children are, are, are trying to be adults. They are trying to grow beyond their age. Adults are trying to become like children. You find old men wearing caps like children. You find young children trying to be like old men. Everything is turning upside down. He, you know, you know, today, day is no more plural. Day now is singular. And, 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 and he, right now, is no more he. He can be a she. Things are getting a wire. And let me announce to us tonight, it's part of what our captain has announced to us, that in the end times, these things shall be. But when we see these things, then our, 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 our preparation to embrace the day, the coming of God, should be enhanced, and our life should be more patterned and more circumspect to the coming of the Lord our God. They are right to come, John said. Verse 8, bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance. So now the question is, what does John mean by fruits worthy of repentance? What is he saying? He didn't leave us to conjecture. We have the answer. Thank God we know the answer. Praise God. Thank God Jesus is here by the Spirit. Thank God the Holy Ghost is our teacher. And, and we, he, he teaches us by the word. So we can find answers to every question we have when we look at the word of God. Continue and see. Bring forth the authority of repentance. And begin not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children for Abraham. You know, sometimes people will refuse to produce or bring forth for the honor of God. They will continue in sin and say, in any case, I'm, I'm already born again. Once I'm saved, I'm always saved. Yeah, yeah, it's true. To the degree that those whom he has sealed will continue in his word forever till the end. The assurance and the perseverance of salvation is revealed in that the one who is saved and who is sealed perseveres. That, that, that seal of God to him will keep him to the end in perseverance. He will not do things that will make him to err. He will listen to God's instruction. So how do we know that we are sealed and saved? Because our hearts are with him continually. We do everything not to err. We listen to his instruction. We don't contemplate. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't rationalize. We stay on the word and hold on to the word of God till the very end. For as many as endure till the end, so shall be saved. So stay not your, your Abraham's children. 
Don't claim that I'm in church. I've been baptized. I speak in tongues. Oh, no, 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 no. Those are not the guarantees. For if you say so, and there's no fruit of repentance, God is able to raise of himself children from those for Abraham. That means the true children of God are those that work in obedience, those that subject themselves to the principles and the dictates and the, and the, and the, and the instructions of, of the scriptures for the church. There are, there are provisions of God for how the church of God should run. And I'm trusting the Lord that as we make progress, these provisions will be made clear to us. Hallelujah. We make better work and we will pattern the church, pattern our lives according to the dictates of God's word. That's one this evening. Verse 9, very, very, very interesting. And, and, and note that Jesus himself made this statement also. But let's go on. He says, and now also the axe is laid. Now, the axe is laid on the root of the trees. The trees that call themselves children of Abraham. And every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good. Bringeth not forth good. Now, that means sometimes still bring forth food, but bad fruits. God doesn't expect to just bring forth any kind. He expects good fruit. Not bad. Hallelujah. Wow. The question is, am I bringing forth bad fruit? How do we know that? By looking at what good fruit is according to Prophet John. Let's go this evening quickly. It says, it says, it says, for good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Verse 10. And the people asked him, saying, what shall we do? Or what then is the fruit? Now that we have been baptized unto salvation, what then are you talking about? Don't put us in the dark. We want to know. We, we, are, we are looking for the kingdom, for the Messiah. But, but, but to, to, to adhere to your message, what then do we do? Let's see what he said. He answered and said unto them, number one, he that has two coats, let him impart to him that had none. That means don't close your eyes to the needy. It is a give all to the needy. If you have excess and you can spare, give out. Praise God. You see, when you have this mindset, God will always let you see that you have more than others. It's when you are you have the victim, you have the poverty, you have the lack mentality that you think that everything is against you. No, when you have the mindset of God that you are a blessing, that, that God has blessed you, you 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 are you are you are you are you are Christ's own 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 own, own ambassador, you will always find the the little to give out. Jesus sat by the but it but it but the place in the treasury and, and people came and were giving their offerings and you know the story that, that some gave out of their very abundance all find good that means God is not against abundance but he's saying he's watching the kind of heart praise God and, and a woman came and, and, and gave and gave all she had and it's just two coin and 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 he made noise in the bowl and, and some laughed hard to scorn and said oh see what she gave but she just made a comment he says this woman has given more now imagine she gave all why? Because she understood that she's blessed of God. And in the little that God has given her, she can be a blessing. When you have the mindset of the blessed, when you, when you are contented with the, with the food and raiment, when you walk in this realm, you, you always have to bless. 
God is able to make all grace, what all about toward you. You have sufficient in how many things? In food and raiment. Then you will give to every good work. Amen tonight. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Listen to me, church. God is not against wealth. No, no, no. In fact, in first Peter, I mean, first one six that we read, if you go to verse 17, he says, Tell the rich among you. So God knows for some they'll be rich when they're industrious, when when they work with their hands, more comes to them. But the more that comes to them also is meant to be communicated in, in as saints. It's not meant to be ordered or kept. No, it's meant for communication, it's meant for, for blessing. Yeah. The other man shall partake first. Yes, you enjoy. Praise God. But in your enjoyment, don't forget the needy. Don't forget the poor. Galatians 2, verse 10, we saw last, in, in last class. Paul said, said in, in that future that the apostle Peter, James, and John told him, don't forget in your evangelistic work. Don't forget the poor brethren among you. And Paul says, oh, I was eager. So in your quest, of living, don't forget the poor in your neighborhood. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, in the last Christmas, every time we have Christmas celebration, my wife occasionally will cook for the people around us. I love that. And sometimes the way she won't cook the food enters my eye. She will put plenty of ah, oh, it's okay. She said, no, let's give them six. Ah, ah. The thing will soup will shake me, but I'm about. I will, I, will, I, will, I will hold myself. Praise God. Even I'm saying, it's not too much. I like it. But what she says, no, it's not too much. I says, you are more righteous than myself. So we'll cook it and give to people. People who we know can't really afford that. Not those who can bless us back. It's not wrong to give those who can bless you. But don't give so you can receive back. This child of God, this is how our light shines. This is how Christ is revealed. It shows there's something different about you. And one day you can approach them. One day you can present with them. One day you can share with them, praise God. So, so, so God is encouraging us in this year to become fruitful in every area. Not just one area, but in all ramifications. Praise God tonight. Let's go on this thing quickly. Let him impart to him that had none. And he that had, had, had meat, let him do likewise. Same thing we just said. Remember, John is speaking to the Jews. This is not the gospel. So you can't say, if I give to the poor, then I'm saved. No, 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 no. This isn't the gospel. But God approves of it for, 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 the, for the benefit of, of the humankind and the human race in general. Because God himself caused his son and his brain to fall both on the wicked and on the good. But that does not preclude God from judging the wicked who refused the grace of Christ in salvation. Let's go on this evening. Then came also the publicans, that is, the tax collectors, that is, the civil servants or the politicians. They came and to him to baptize. And he said to them, they said, he said to him, Master, what shall we do also? And what is what food is expected of us also? What should we do? What does God expect of us now? Hallelujah. So what he said to them? He said, he said, he said, Exact no more than that which is appointed. Wow. I wish tonight that, that everyone listen to this who is a public servant in Nigeria and the world globally. In Nigeria, it's peculiar. Not only in Nigeria, folks, there are bad eggs everywhere in the world in the public sector. 
that will take bribe to circumvent the rules. And many have been made so rich. In fact, today in the public service in Lagos State, the richest department is the tax department, lands and tax. They will, they will, they will tell you to pay less tax to the government and pay more to them, and they will issue you the receipt of the full tax tax payment from government, and they make huge, humongous amount of money through this. And some of them are believers, so he's saying to you, no, you can't, you can't cheat the system. You can't cheat the government and, and, and think God will bless you. He says, no, exact no more than is odd. There is there's a specified rate that you should ask for. And there's a commensurate um, 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 reward or, or earnings of, your, of, of a fee or a profession that will come to you. Don't do more. That is how you bring forth godly food. That's what God expects. Don't, don't bring sorrow. Don't cause people to... To pay beyond what, what they can afford just to make you comfortable. So it's like them. Do not exact more than which is appointed to you. Amen. Don't. Praise God. So in, in the future, in church, if you have a politician, we have a public servant who was in the ministry, this is God's provision. And not for the church. This is what should happen to everyone. Imagine Nigeria oppressed in this principle. Oh, what a nation we can be. But let me announce to you, we can never praise God because the world is winding down. The time is winding down. Only a few that God has chosen, that God is calling, that God is opening their hearts, that will walk by this. And let me say to you, they are very few in number. But let every believer be among the number that exact no more than is required. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight. Verse 14. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him that is there to keep him baptized. It means salvation is not for a for, for, for set, it's for all. And what did he say to them? He said to them, that's verse 14. They said to him, what shall we do all? What food should we bring forth? He says, do violence to no man. Do you know that most times in Nigeria in particular that we live in, you find soldiers and police fighting. You find soldiers beating civilians up. You find soldiers calling them bloody civilians. No soldier ought to do violence to anyone. They are only strengthening to do violence or do combative um, 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 engagement with the enemy forces to those who threaten the state, to those who threaten the peace. That's who they are meant to fight. That's who they are meant to do violence to. That's who they are meant to combat. So soldiers are not supposed to do violence. This is fruits worthy of repentance. So if anyone is repenting, anyone is claiming to love and serve God, they must, as a soldier, not be violent to anyone who is not in any force, including themselves. Hallelujah tonight. Now, I love this so much. Let's see this with it very quickly for our time's sake. James chapter one. Let's see what James added to this stuff. Now, remember, I said this for the Holy Spirit to allow this to be recorded. There's a requirement. There's 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 a there's a blessing. God is revealing his intent for our human relation. God is revealing to his intent in how he wants us to relate one with another. Both in the in the public setting, 
in the in the civil setting, in the private setting, whatever engagement we have with ourselves, God wants us to show kindness as fruit of the of the of the human of the of 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 of, of the human personality, the kind fruit, the gracious fruit, the 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 the, the loving disposition, just like God the Father causes his reign to come both on the good and on the evil. So, so we do good to all, amen, but especially if you have a guard in your neighborhood, you know, in your estate, if you have not blessed them before, start doing that now. Give them something. Give them something. Bless them. You are just fulfilling God's word. You are blessing the world. And by so doing, you are lending to the Lord. And no one thanks the Lord and, and goes bankrupt. No, you cannot. There's someone you know. You know don't have the capacity to pay his fees or something. You can just pay maybe once or twice or, or, or somehow be a blessing. Find someone to bless. Do violence to no one. Let the police officers do violence to no one. Let the soldiers do violence to no one. Let the customs and the and, 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 and immigration do violence to no one. Don't exact beyond words. Is required. Wow. If 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 if, if the world lives like this, imagine how it will be. But let me explain to you. God is showing us a, a, a precursor of what will happen in the kingdom age. Glory to God. For this is how it will happen. You see, in that time, no one will come to say, Teach me the law. God says everyone will be taught of the Lord, and God will write his laws in our heart. So therefore, let no one miss the kingdom age. For in the kingdom age, there's no exploitation, there's no battery, there's no offense, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no evil to anyone who will enjoy the reign of the Lord Jesus. He will be king over his kingdom, he will be Lord and master over his people, and all things will align. There will be peace because God, the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why we look forward to the coming back of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. So justice brings forth fruit. And, and the Bible explains what the fruits are. Showing to us that this is how it operates in the kingdom to come. In the kingdom of soldiers, there will be customs, police guests, just checking around. They will come and knock at the door, just a beauty. Because no violence. <laughs> Praise God. Everything will be will go and be in order. I can't wait. For God's kingdom. I can't wait for God to, to return. I can't wait. I can't wait for the kingdom to manifest. I can't wait for him to come and take me home. I can't wait. They will say, come Lord Jesus. That's why I can't trade my redemption for anything. I can't trade it for silver or gold. I wouldn't be like Esau that sold his birthright. That sold, that sold the redemption. You know, he, he, sold, he sold what was Freely given to him by God as the as the as the as the promise of the firstborn right. He didn't earn it. God spoke it. God gave him, but he sold it out because 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 of food. Because he was hungry. Because he was famishing. He couldn't wait. He couldn't endure. He allowed Satan to endure him. And when he finished eating the, that, that 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 food, his eyes became open. James. 
chapter one. Let's see what the what Apostle James, the lost brother, added to this thought. James one. I'll read just one verse tonight, verse twenty-seven of James one. Quickly, it says, "Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this." Wow. You see, this is so categorical that we must begin to do this. Is this to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted? So the Apostle James is going ahead. To reveal to us the other aspect of the fruit that we should bring forth. But he is aligning with John, the Baptist, the prophet, because they both were speaking by the same spirit. So everything that John said, James is saying, but James is now going a step further. And we will go in there shortly. But everyone said, This is pure religion. And on the fire before God, and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. So part of our assignment is to seek godly widows and those who don't have fathers, those who don't have a father figure in their lives, and support them in their affliction and support them in their state. God says, this pleases me. Hallelujah tonight. But now, talking to believers in redemption, John was speaking post-redemption, or rather, pre-redemption, before Christ came. My means, doing those good works does not guarantee salvation. For we are saved by grace alone, through faith. Not of works. So salvation that takes us to become justified is not on the basis of any good work. Amen tonight. I can do every good work I know to do on this earth. Fine, it ends here. But that which makes me accepted of God is my yieldedness to Christ and, and receiving his atoning sacrifice on the cross by faith. Now, after that is done by faith, not by works, then my works now is counted for something of eternal profit. James wanted to say that apart from doing this physical work, he says, and that is for the believer, this is not the key. You can't do one without the other. If you, it has two legs. There's the social aspect and there's the spiritual aspect. And remember, the physical aspect is temporal. Two Corinthians number, number two, but it says so. It says, it says, not looking at the things which are temporal or which are physical, but the things which are what it, uh, um, um, spiritual or eternal. But he says here also, but they keep themselves unspotted. I love that. 
So part of the fruit that God expects of us spiritually is keeping ourselves from sport. Now, the Apostle Paul explained this in detail. I will explore it in our next class. Now, why am I going through all this? Because for the church, for those of us who are in this flight with the Lord Jesus, who are coming, this is instruction. This is in the manual. This is in the pattern. The early church lived like this. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He expects us to begin to live and act like people of the kingdom. Let the kingdom life begin to affect the world. Let the kingdom experience in the future begin to operate in us now. Let that kindness of God, that benevolence, that graciousness, that 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 brotherly kindness that we express in the kingdom, let's begin to practice them now while we are on this side of eternity. The night is fast spent. The day is at hand. Let's not walk like people of the darkness. Let's walk as people of light. But next class, we'll look at the, the other aspect of fruitfulness, of fruits we bring in repentance, as spoken by the Lord Jesus. And I believe that God will give us grace. But what have we learned today? The spirit of Christ in you will make you produce fruit of graciousness to everyone around you, both believers and non-believers. Don't walk by someone who has a flat tire in a safe place as you are led by the Lord and not be concerned. Oh, can I help you? Can I help you jump the tire? You need help. Be gracious. Be kind towards all human beings, but especially to believers. John preaches gospel or John preaches message as a result of preparing people for Christ. But in redemption, we are also called to do this. So when you are left to be a blessing to your neighbor, who is not a Christian, don't pull back. Oh, don't say it's not one of us. No, go ahead. God causes his reign and his son and his grace to shine upon all. For the grace of God that brings salvation didn't just appear to believers alone. It appeared to all men. But the one that receives it is the one that is saved. But in terms of blessing men, we are called to bless all men and shine forth the life and the graciousness of Jesus to the world. For ye are the light of the world. A city set on a hill that can't be hid. Get the salt of the earth. Don't lose your saltiness. Let the Spirit of God in you strengthen you, encourage you, and open your eyes. As you go forth from tomorrow, start being a blessing. Begin to produce food. And as you produce this physical food, you produce much more the spiritual food. For eternal redemption is hinged on the Spirit of God enabling us to produce the eternal fruit. Let us pray.
Father, thank you for the kingdom. Thank you for preparing us for the kingdom. Lord, and I will pray, Lord, by the teaching of your word, help us practice the kingdom. Lord, help us to exemplify the kingdom. Father, leave yourself a witness through us. Let no unbeliever have an excuse of not finding or not experiencing the graciousness of God. And Lord, open unto us effectual door for ministry. That as we are blessings to the work, you, you create opportunities for us to present Jesus to the dying world. Help us take root deep down and bring forth food outward. Let this year be a year where we produce real food, where we work as believers indeed, changing our world and consequently representing Jesus Christ. We thank you, God. We come against every spirit of compromise, of compromise, of compromise. We shall not compromise. We shall not go off. We will not err from the faith. But we will persevere with Christ to the very end. Thank you, God, tonight. For the spirit of, of, of strength in our hearts to withstand persecution in this season. Your name be praised forever. Your name be honored forever. Oh Lord, our God, be magnified in your church. Be glorified on the earth. For both thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Blessed is he that obeys the word of God. This is not a season to hear and not do. It says, for he that heareth and doeth is the one that is blessed. Bring forth thirtyfold. At least God will bless you. Bring forth sixtyfold. God will bless you. Bring forth hundredfold. God will bless you. But don't go about this after this meeting and leave as though you have not heard this. Produce. And he that is faithful in little is faithful in much. God bless you all tonight. We'll see you again on Tuesday as we continue in this series that the Lord has laid in our hearts. God bless you all and have a blessed night rest. In Jesus' name. I would have said, Amen. And Amen. Amen.